I think that is uh, amazing how beautiful our Ukraine is and any place is really special because it's a great mix of both architecture, uh, nature, people and I think that people are uh, the most important resource in Ukraine because they are really friendly and open-minded. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country nor Chernobyl. Ukrainians today have unlimited potential. So this podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and to show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello. My name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I could not return to Ukraine because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 115 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev to students from the FLEX program, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So please support this podcast by sharing an Instagram story today and mention the page aziz.future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland, top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan, top 50 in Germany and Canada, top 25 on Apple Russia, top 15 in Poland and Australia, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, and South Korea, and many, many other places. And now, this podcast is the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together. We will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and they will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a good life. So let's begin. My guest today is Alina Hraber. Alina was born in Rivne, a city to the west of Ukraine. She graduated from Rivne humanitarian gymnasium, one of the best schools in her hometown. Then, 
she decided to study sociology at Kiev Mohila Academy, which was her childhood dream. Alina also had an internship at the Ukrainian parliament at the Committee on Combating and Preventing Corruption. Now she works for a big four company, Deloitte. She worked as a research analyst and now as a consultant within the human capital department. Alina leads an active life, volunteering at ACT With Us, Water Movement of the Kiev region. She believes that each person should do something for their society, that nobody will build the country of your dream except you. And her biggest passion is traveling. As a student, she always chooses the cheapest options, finds that those are full of adventures. Alina, how are you today? Hello, Aziz. I'm uh, very grateful to you that you invited me to this discussion. I feel myself very inspiring because I had a really good day at my work and now I would like to talk with you about Ukraine and its people. And you as a Ukrainian, which is more personal and more unique. To begin, I will ask you my most favorite new question, which is this. Alina, this period, these months, these weeks, what seems to be your most pressing thought, the thing that you keep on thinking about again and again and again, and that seems to be something you wish to improve, to focus on, or that is just important for you? You know, I think that the most uh, important question for all of us is unemployment. Uh, this used to be as a coursework and uh, a theme of my bachelor studies, uh, unemployment in Ukraine. And I think that uh, most people are in trouble. They just don't have any money for living. Many of businesses are just closed and uh, different enterprises as well. So so I think that uh, the most challenging task for everyone now is to earn money. But at the same time, uh, I am concerned about well-being of Ukrainian people uh, because uh, uh, they do not have... Uh, any support from their families or friends sometimes or, or they are just close at their homes and they just can't get on well with parents or uh, other relatives that live with them. Uh, I think that uh, these two uh, things are the most important. One material uh, concerning unemployment and uh, lack of uh, money for living and another one is their mental and uh, uh, social um, well-being. Thank you. So what I heard is that the two factors are because there is enterprises who are going bankrupt, businesses less good than it could have been or than it was. The economy isn't that good. Many enterprises aren't earning enough money. So it's difficult for Ukrainian people to find a job or good jobs and to earn money that will be good for their life and living. And there is a high unemployment, which means it's difficult for people to find jobs. That's one. And on a psychological and mental level, Ukrainians don't get much support emotionally from family 
from close ones from society and that is causing mental health issues is this correct yes yes absolutely and concerning unemployment i would like to add that uh, we studied human capital trends by deloitte and the problem is reskilling people should be more adaptable to this changing world and uh, um, uh, get uh, new information and learn new things uh, extremely fast in order uh, to uh, find new jobs or be flexible for instance uh, uh, we don't need uh, i don't know any uh, uh, video operators but we need people who can uh, do all uh, the, the things concerning production of movies for instance i mean that uh, you should be uh, as more flexible as you can and only uh, uh, in that uh, case you, you can get uh, work or just uh, to uh, live in this digital world thank you so if i understood you correctly <clears throat> the educational system and people who studied some years ago there is a lag between the skills that they teach and what is needed in the market it's moving too fast so people instead of relying whether on skills they had some years ago at university or even what they're studying now they should be flexible adaptable look at what skills are now needed and study in their own way and in their own ability to develop those skills so that they will find that their skills they have now are what the market needs which increases their ability to be employed is this correct yes yes absolutely correct and another problem is that uh, we uh, study at university and teach different uh, subjects areas i don't know like philology uh, or even i studied sociology but it's not enough for example for me as a sociologist I would need uh, more uh, subject connected with uh, uh, data analysis, uh, something like uh, IT, I, like Python or R, different uh, those stuff. And uh, for example, philologists, they don't just need to uh, know how to uh, write correctly or pronounce some words uh, or etc. They need uh, to develop their skills, for example, uh, on different social media, like, uh, you know, different new jobs appear like SMM, content manager. There are no such areas at university and uh, such no, no, no possibility to study these subjects, but uh, uh, you need to be especially so. Your university gives you, um, it gives and forms your way of thinking. But in order to really earn money and be successful, you need to teach a lot of practical things by yourself. The most important is constant development and uh, uh, and especially develop and especially learning of different digital things. Thank you. So your advice to people who want to be more employable and not risk that not getting a job or earning a job that gives them very low salary and even when that happens they won't get much support from family or from the structures around them so emotionally 
they might get depressed, which makes them unproductive and unable to study. It's to, if they're in that situation, of course, to improve their skills and have courage and motivate themselves with hope. But also people at university, it shouldn't be enough, whatever field or diploma they're studying. They should also add to it some modern and relevant skills that are not covered at university, whether it's things related to social media, as well as IT or tech things, whether it's programming or anything that will give them those skills that if they combine what they study at university with uh, programming development or any IT skills, as well as social media and content skills, they become a lot more valuable and they should always keep learning for whatever new skills that will come, that will emerge, that might become highly valuable in the future. Not think just because they are a specialist with the university degree, that it means they'll be unemployable, but there are more skills necessary for them to stand out in the job market. Is this correct? Yes, absolutely. I would say that your uh, bachelor's or master's di- diploma means nothing at uh, Ukrainian labor now, but uh, uh, what uh, employers, they hunt for competencies, but not diplomas. The more things you can make, the more successful you will be. Uh, and uh, concerning different digital uh, things I mentioned, for instance, even if you are a specialist, um, like, I don't know, uh, biologist, uh, there are different areas of biology that are developed or investigated with the help of uh, IT. Uh, so uh, I would say that uh, improving yourself in different uh, digital spheres, it can be digital marketing, SMM, content management, uh, sales, and others, uh, they will help you uh, to get uh, success. But I would never say that we don't need universities or we just uh, can uh, skip our uh, classes at university because uh, that is the main uh, source uh, and uh, I I would say the most important one to get social contacts and uh, judging by my life, uh, I used um, to live all my life in Rimne, then I moved to Kyiv and I was absolutely alone, I know just no one. But university helped me to uh, get on well and find uh, new people who became close friends of mine and uh, uh, they are really open-minded and uh, uh, we uh, always they are uh, active as well and uh, we can uh, organize some uh, for example volunteering activities or some parties or just uh, uh, gather together in order to discuss some political news so that is uh, the place where people can brainstorm uh, new ideas uh, or just uh, uh, to um, find uh, uh, contacts that would, will help them in the future. For example, find new job or, or something like that. I, I, I really appreciate digitalization of our world, uh, the world which is changing. But I would say that uh, without uh, or really um, 
important social ties and these connections with friends, families, etc. It uh, wouldn't uh, lead to happiness and uh, to our uh, well-being. Thank you. So, although digital competencies and skills are becoming more and more valuable, we won't have happiness and well-being if we became fully digital. We need university and social contact and places like that and support from family and friends and loved ones, correct? Yes, yes. And do you have any specific story or stories, whether from your life or noticing from others? Because you said the two things that are important are your concern over unemployment and your concern that Ukrainian people are not getting enough support mentally and emotionally. Well, that is that coming from data and trends? Or did you see some people have real-life experiences of people or yourself that you notice some people who are struggling hard, although they studied for years and maybe had a job that they lost before, but now they cannot even find a job because of the economic situation and lack of their competencies? or people in very difficult situations, but they don't seem to get enough support. And why do you think that is? Well, do you have any specific stories you notice that you can share? Okay, uh, I would like to uh, tell you about young Ukrainian people like me. Uh, I am lucky because I was employed, uh, I have uh, have been uh, employed since, my studying at university, but a lot of people, they uh, didn't have uh, work. And uh, when uh, Corona crisis started, we just finished the university. Uh, uh, There are uh, just few vacancies uh, on websites that don't need um, many competencies. And it is hard for my friends to find jobs. Uh, For for instance, a close friend of mine, she graduated from Kiyomahila Academy. Uh, She studied philology and when uh, she graduated, she realized that uh, all her studying was um, not relevant to the uh, requirements of the labor market and she started to is uh, to study by herself SMM and content management, uh, etc. Uh, and now she is working as freelancer. But uh, actually, I don't like the idea of uh, freelancers because they are uh, not connected to any organization. They don't have... Uh, um, the feeling of belonging to something more, something bigger, like I have uh, belonging to uh, my organization, Deloitte. Uh, and uh, concerning mental well-being, uh, I would like to tell you about my uh, granny. Uh, she lives uh, alone in the rural area nearby Rune, but uh, because of the corona uh, crisis, crisis and uh, this situation we couldn't visit her because of two factors first of all there were, were no transport connection and the other one uh, is uh, that uh, we 
uh, were concerned uh, what if we are uh, uh, ill and uh, uh, she will be ill as well and she is uh, uh, old enough and maybe her uh, organism will not struggle with this disease so her um, she she really had depression and uh, we tried to, to uh, help her just to some video calls via Skype or Viber, WhatsApp, etc. But um, no uh, physical connection that was really hard for her. Thank you. Yes, that sounds very, very hard. And to go into something a bit more, do you think there are initiatives or projects or maybe something you're working on or you heard about that is either trying to add more emotional support for the Ukrainian people struggling or it's more about bringing awareness to the necessity of adding those modern competencies to students and people looking for jobs so they develop themselves? Are there such projects, initiatives or anything that you're aware of, or if you don't know, if you design one that you'll be your own thought, what will be necessary to make a difference? Actually, I would like to tell you about my organization. We are working now with Wellbeing Company and uh, all employees of Deloitte uh, can get um, mental support or with uh, professional psychologists uh, uh, because of different reasons, I don't know, like problems at work or personal life, etc. But that is only Deloitte about some global uh, or regional organization I don't know about support uh, but actually I uh, I don't know whether they are really needed um, in that respect that whether they will be helpful because we need really good specialist people. Some people, they are not so open-minded and they cannot share their problems with other people, especially those that they don't know. So I don't think that uh, it will be popular. This service will be popular among Ukrainians, maybe among younger population, yes, but concerning older, I'm sure that they will not use it. Uh, but uh, what I'm sure about is that we have uh, to reskill, upskill ourselves because more and more work will be done online uh, and uh, remotely. Uh, so people should get new competencies, as I said before, and uh, this uh, the, the world is changing rapidly and it will be changing more and more uh, rapidly. So uh, that is the only way just to study um, as much as it possible and be always one step ahead. Thank you. That's important. Upskilling, reskilling, being one step ahead. And something I'm curious about you're from Rivne, and maybe other than Kiev, a large percentage of people who came on this podcast who have projects and initiatives and doing things are from Rivne. What is different, or is it just luck? Is there something different about the culture of 
people from Rivne that make them more active, more involved with initiatives? Or is there anything you can share about the city that might explain that? Or just what do you love about Rivne? Uh, actually, I would say that uh, people in Rivne, they are not uh, so... Um, uh, uh, so active and open-minded, they are on the contrary and uh, just closed and uh, do not take uh, much uh, much of uh, surrounding problems uh, into their consideration. In this respect, I more like people who live in Kiev. But uh, there is one thing I love about people in Rivne. They are uh, extremely hardworking and uh, and they are uh, close uh, people to me mentally. Like we have the same traditions. We eat the same dishes. For example, uh, some, uh, some names of dishes even don't know uh, my friends who live in Kiev, um, but I think that every region in Ukraine has something special. And uh, if I were born in Odessa, for instance, uh, I am sure that I would say, "Oh, Odessa people are so uh, close to me. They are so friendly and intelligent. Uh, I love them." This is my motherland, and my small motherland is Rivne. So I really love this city because. Uh, um, and here is something that shaped me the way I am now, my close friends, my parents, and uh, uh, even my school. I am really proud that I studied at Rivne Humanitarian Gymnasium because uh, the level of uh, uh, education I received, uh, it is competitive and I would say it is much better than in many schools in Kyiv. Thank you. It sounds amazing. I don't know what the dishes would be. Maybe there is a Rivne restaurant in Kyiv you can recommend. But if not, you as Alina, when you want to feel really good, really alive, really happy, what is some passion or favorite hobby or something that you really enjoy to do? Actually, I, as you said, as I told you earlier, that I'm have passion on traveling. I uh, it doesn't mean the distance uh, whether I travel abroad or I, or I travel just uh, from Kiev to Rivne or from Kiev to Odessa. Uh, I uh, like uh, meeting new people and uh, just uh, to trying to uh, feel their culture, uh, look at their lifestyle. For example, my really hobby is to get up uh, in another city like Lviv or Odessa and uh, uh, go to some cafe, take some tea or coffee, uh, sit uh, sit in some yard and look at the people that they are in rush they go to their work uh, and uh, look 
at the, this morning routine, I would say it is really interesting to observe uh, other people's behavior. People watching. And what is your favorite thing about that, especially when you do it in a new place? Uh, my favorite uh, things is, thing is comparison. For instance, even lifestyle in Kiev and Rivne, they uh, differ a lot. Uh, I, when I uh, am at, in Kiev, I just wake up, rush, 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 um, and faster subway than university work. And in Rivne, people are more relaxed. They do not worry, they do not hurry, and just uh, can uh, s- sit in some cafes, talk. Uh, they remind me uh, a little uh, Italian people, because when I was in Rome, it was really uh, amazing and even funny to observe that my friend and I, we woke up early, uh, went uh, to uh, have our breakfast and uh, looked at businessmen because of, you know, we, we judged because of their outfit, who just uh, sit or, and relax, they enjoy the, their morning, uh, like routine or traditions, drink coffee and uh, eat croissants or just uh, have talks. That is uh, really um, that is really uh, both important and uh, surprising to uh, realize that people all people are the same, but even the way they start their morning differs a lot. And since you said it's important but funny, do you think it's necessary and needed maybe in Kiev for people to just sit? early in the morning in a cafe and enjoy that moment before they begin the day? Or what do you think would be a great inspiration, whether Rivne, which begins with R, or Rome, which begins with R, from the culture there, would be a great inspiration to the people and culture in Kiev? Actually, I think that uh, that would be great, but that is impossible because people in Kyiv, they are too much focused on their career and many people uh, immigrate in Kyiv in order to find new jobs or better life and uh, I know that I used to be the same person and uh, you uh, I was very um, concerned about that oh no Alina you should not be late there hurry hurry oh what if uh, the bus will come later and you will not and get to the university on time um, so I think that uh, that lifestyle would never change, but uh, it would be uh, much more pleasant for me to observe people in Kiev who uh, just uh, uh, sit uh, in cafes and drink their coffee, they talk a lot because most of people in Kiev they just uh, run and um, look at their smartphones 
communicate only using smartphones and I really feel lack of uh, that real communication because in Rivne you have a lot of uh, friends and uh, some other acquaintances that you oh hey Alina how are you and you can just stop and talk for one hour but in Kiev this is impossible because you know everyone is busy and uh, due to the, the size of the city it is impossible not impossible but um, the chance chances are really low that you uh, we will meet uh, some friends great and you as a sociologist let analyze it a little bit even in yourself in a psychological way what belief did you have before that pushed you to be in such a rush to try to be so focused on being productive and on time and maybe other people in Kiev shared and what changed in your understanding and what you believe to make you value more being less stressed about being super productive and chilling a little bit more Uh, you know, when I was uh, younger, when I was 16, I uh, really wanted uh, to um, leave parents' house and just to be uh, to be on my own and uh, uh, travel, uh, have parties with friends and etc. Then I wanted to be uh, to, to uh, get employed, and uh, it uh, made me rush uh, that. Oh no! You will not have time. You, you're late. Uh, you're now young, and you should do that. But then uh, I realized that um, um, my life uh, maybe is not so full of um, positive uh, uh, events or emotions because of uh, such a busy lifestyle, and I decided just to more relax, more travel, discover um, discover Ukraine or other countries. It gave me some peace, inner peace, and uh, uh, my, uh, uh, my mental well-being, uh, my mental well-being uh, became more important for me than different financial aspects, that is. Thank you. And since you love people watching, going somewhere to look at people, what do you think are great places in Kiev to do that? Maybe a great ca coffee shop that you like to go to, or a zone, or a park, or anywhere that you'd recommend just to look at people and understand through people's mannerisms and the way they are, whether in the evening, or the morning, or the afternoon, and truly feel Kiev. Okay, you know that my favorite place uh, in Kiev is Andriy Descent and Art Prichal. Uh, uh, concerning uh, Art Prichal, lots of people get there, ju they just can bring some pizza, some beer or uh, etc. and um, uh, sit on the ladders, just talk, and there are always a lot of young people, and the smell of fresh air, and uh, it's not too warm uh, in the hot sunny days, and it makes you feel really relaxed. And concerning Andrea Descent, there are different uh, theaters, uh, 
uh, and uh, different art Ukrainian artists uh, they show their works and uh, you can buy some or you can just uh, walk through enjoying such views and uh, concerning my favorite uh, coffee shop i would say that is um, espressoholic that is nearby my uh, university and uh, that is a great place to meet with your friends or just uh, on um, sometimes we gather uh, together at that place to Uh, have a breakfast before our study and uh, that place will always um, uh, have good uh, associations for me with my student life and uh, my friends thank you and since you travel on a budget well share you said it's full of adventures share why cheaply traveling is a valuable thing and do you have some favorite places in Ukraine that you traveled to, you enjoyed, and maybe they're not so commonly traveled to, but you can recommend them. Maybe Odessa is too popular, but do you know other places you have visited in Ukraine that are smaller or even Rivne that you think are really worth traveling, visiting, and checking out? Uh, you know, I really traveled to lots of places uh, in Ukraine and uh, I would like uh, uh, to recommend you, you or some people who will come in Ukraine to visit Channel of Love and uh, Cockroach Fort. They are situated not far from Rivne and uh, that are good uh, places uh, just uh, to walk, to enjoy uh, the atmosphere and uh, just uh, have some relaxation. I don't know, I really love these, people, these places. And uh, uh, another one, uh, I, I do love traveling by car. When I am on my way to Odessa from Kyiv and we just stop at different places and we can enjoy the hills of Dnipro River and I think that is amazing how beautiful our Ukraine is and any place is really special because it's a great mix of both architecture Uh, nature, people, and I think that people are uh, the most important resource in Ukraine because they are really friendly and open-minded and they will always uh, help you if you are in trouble. And uh, if I were a foreigner, I would definitely come uh, in uh, Ukraine and uh, go uh, just randomly choose Uh, some ticket on train or bus and go to any place and I'm sure that he or she will be uh, pleasantly surprised. I agree with you. That sounds like a great adventure. And I like to end with asking, what is some piece of advice that comes from your heart about life that you wish to share with the world that is useful to you, of course, to remember, and maybe will be useful to the listeners to hear? Actually, I would like to recommend always to follow your heart and to be in self-peace. Uh, no one 
will you will never be happy uh, if you do not have uh, your inner calmness and feel yourself uh, great and you should always be at the place you love for instance i love ukraine and i live there yes i do love traveling i told you a lot about uh, um, italian people or uh, other nationalities but um, for me ukraine is uh, the best option because i feel myself comfortably here and i would never change my country for another one so i uh, think that uh, uh, ukraine is really special country because you for instance people in uh, austria they are uh, they are closed they are not friendly and from some european countries as well and if uh, you do not have a place to live you do not uh, you're not satisfied with your mental or social well-being i'm sure that uh, ukraine is a place where you can um, make some uh, retreat uh, uh, or meditation and all the aspects uh, uh, will only help for this and uh, even despite of some economic issues etc you can always uh, find the way out if you like like uh, reskilling or learning something else upskilling Uh, organizing your own business because Ukraine is the great place uh, to do that um, and just live in Ukraine enjoy Ukrainian people Ukrainian food um i i would like everyone to love Ukraine as much as i love everyone to love Ukraine as much as you love it and you choose Ukraine above any other country and you're comfortable there that's yes. those are great words and if people want to message you or to follow your social media which websites will be the best and i will write them in the description as well if anyone wants to send me a message just ask for advice or i don't know just to talk in a uh, free time uh, they can contact me on instagram I will uh, send you uh, my nickname and tell now uh, alina.hraber like I am uh, named here alina hraber but dot between alina and thank hraber thank you I will make sure to write it thank you it was a pleasure and I wish you a great great day alina thank you a lot for invitation and I am sure that uh the activity you do uh, talking about ukraine uh, from not only bad perspective like economic situation or war to the eastern part of ukraine but uh, uh, about its people and possibilities it gives us because it's really amazing country and uh, thank you a lot aziz that was a pleasure to talk to you